Hello and welcome back to Be The Girl podcast. There has been a short break between episodes as over on The Daily Pretty, we have just released our very first product range. I was so excited to see this come to life after a lot of planning and hard work. When I started The Daily Pretty, I envisaged an empowerment and knowledge community and platform for women consisting of the blog, this podcast, and now this is the third piece of the platform, a product range, starting off with our very first empowered t-shirt. This was so fitting to be our first release as we are all about women empowering each other which is exactly why I started the Daily Pretty, Be The Girl podcast, and and now our range. This is what we are all about at TDP. Head over to the website to check them out. I will link them in the show notes. And if you sign up to our newsletter and become a TDP VIP, you get 10% off. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. My guest is Danny Watson, founder of The Click. Danny is a self-love and law of attraction coach who empowers women to ditch their negative thought patterns, unleash their inner goddess, and use the law of attraction to manifest the life of their dreams. Danny is on a mission to show women that with the right mindset and true self-love, they can be, do, and have anything that their heart desires, which is exactly what we chat about in today's episode. We recorded this before International Women's Day, right before Danny's first book was being released. And we talk about Danny's own personal journey from rock bottom to where she is today. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to Danny, and I really think you will get so much from listening to this episode. Trust me when I say grab a pen and paper, be prepared to take notes because there is so much good stuff in this episode. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get into it. Good morning, Danny, and welcome to the show. How are you today? I am so good, Hayley. Thank you so much for having me. It's amazing to be here. You're so welcome. So it's evening here in Australia, and um, you're actually in the UK, so it's morning time, start of the day for you. Yeah, just started to get going. So I just dropped my daughter off at nursery. It's a pretty cold day here. But actually, looking out now, it's not raining, which is is a nice change. It's done a lot of raining recently. Oh, that is a nice change. We've had quite a bit of rain after some a really hot summer, which is nice. So I'm so excited to have you on the show today because we're talking about sort of some different different kind of topics. And so the focus of today's conversation is going to be around things like law of attraction, manifesting and mindset, and as well as trying to bring some reality to self-care, what that actually means, because it is a word I find that gets thrown around a lot. So we're going to sort of deep dive into self-care and why it is so important for modern women in our busy lifestyles that we lead. And then we're also going to talk about your exciting business, The Click, and yeah, talk all about what you're up to in The Click and also what's happening for you in 2020. Yeah, amazing. I'm excited for this. So let's get straight into it. It'd be great if we could just kick things off with a bit about your background. So who is Danny Watson? And what's your professional background? Sure. So um, 
I, as you mentioned, I my company is called The Click, um, and basically we are we provide coaching programs for women, and um, specifically we now train coaches as well as so women who are looking to really take the step into the coaching industry. But my journey into all of this really began at the end of my twenties when I found myself um, really feeling quite lost, if I'm being honest, in terms of my career. I originally thought I was going to go into law. I went to uni and studied law, then went on to law school and ended up getting a job working in the city. Um, And then I realized, actually, law is nothing how they make it sound in Legally Blonde. It's not that glamorous. It's not that fun. And I realized that it wasn't the path for me, but I had no idea what I wanted to do as an alternative. Um, And at the time, I had some other things going on in my life as well. So I was in a relationship that I just really wasn't happy in. Um, I'd also accumulated a lot of debts as well, probably because of the relationship and the lack of career fulfillment. So I was spending like a woman possessed. So I accumulated all of this credit card debt and I just found myself in this place of um, just complete rock bottom. And I started to look for answers. I thought I need to do something to help myself feel better. And I started to read a lot of books around personal development, mindset, law of attraction. And just through like a few months of really diving into this work, I started to feel um, huge shifts in terms of my energy, in terms of how I was feeling about myself. And I thought, you know what? I really want to dive into this work. So at this point, I plucked up the courage to kind of quit everything that wasn't serving me. So I quit my job, I left my fiance, and I went and got a job out in the Swiss mountains working as a chalet girl, um, which essentially means cleaning people's toilets. glamorous job so I'd left sort of the city life behind um, and I thought you know what I'm just going to give myself some time to, to spend some time in the mountains and really sort of figure out what my path is um, and then when I returned to the UK I made a commitment to myself that I was going to figure out a job and a career path that truly lit me up and I was going to make sure I found the time to really commit to my own inner in a world and my own self-care and doing that mindset work because I'd already seen how much of a difference it was making in my life. Um, So on my return, I actually um, worked with my first coach and started to dive into the coaching world a lot deeper. And it was at this point that I realized that coaching was something that not only benefited my life, but actually was something that I was really passionate about as well. And I really thought, okay, this is something that I could see myself building a career out of. Um, It almost felt as if it was the thing I wish I'd discovered 10 years earlier. Um, And so it was at this point I decided, okay, I want to become a coach. I want to help others transform their mindset. I really want to spread the word of um, the importance of mindset and how law of attraction can really play a big role in our lives. And so that's kind of really where it all started. And so stepping into the coaching industry myself and really building this amazing business for myself where I'm doing the work that I'm passionate about, getting to work on my laptop and um, just having lots of um, amazing women that I connect with on a daily basis, I realized that I want to help other women as well create their own success story within this amazing industry. And so that's what The Click today has become. And as I mentioned, one of our core programs now is really about training women. And we certify coaches and help them um, build their own coaching businesses online. 
Wow, that's quite an amazing journey. I love how you've described you went from a really bad place, decided to kind of do a really good, basically like a spring clean of your life, so to speak, (laughs) made a massive change and then came out with this whole new fresh perspective and then really led you to the path that I feel like that you're meant to be doing and what what you're meant to be pursuing. So that's that's really amazing. Yeah. And I see it happen quite a lot, actually, like when people hit this kind of like their place of rock bottom and it can sometimes feel like the worst place to be in when you feel really lost and don't know what you want and just kind of feeling all over the place. But actually, that place can be the catalyst for massive change in your life. So I think, you know, appreciate that sometimes that negative place that you might be in can be the fuel that you need to really change your life in so many different ways to be able to give you that push to make that kind of radical change, to be able to transform everything. Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about The Click for a minute. Um, So you founded The Click and it is all about mindset, manifesting and entrepreneurship. So tell me a bit more about what that means. Sure. So let's just start sort of with the mindset piece first. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, when they um, start a business and, um, you know, specifically, you know, an online business, and um, we work with a lot of coaches, the focus tends to be on what do I need to do to get my business off the ground? And actually, the first place that I like to start with is, well, who do you need to be? Because in order to, for us to have things in our life and to manifest certain things, such as you know, the money, the success, the clients, it requires us to step into our business being a certain person. And that all comes down to our mindset. So the mindset for me is really the foundation for any business owner. With the right mindset, you want to think of that as your sort of foundation blocks. If you start taking action upon a shaky foundation, any action that you take, it's just going to constantly feel like an uphill struggle. And you'll find that you'll take action, but you'll quickly find yourself self-sabotaging. So this is why getting the mindset in place really is key. And the manifesting part comes in because for me, my mindset at the backbone of everything that I've done to change my mindset has been the law of attraction. So the law of attraction is really all about your thoughts and your energy creating your reality. So what you believe about yourself and the world around you dictates what is gonna show up in your life. Um, And in the same way, your energy also creates your reality as well. So everything on this planet is made up of energy um, and we all are vibrating at a certain frequency. So if we were, let's say, to look at our hand, although when we look at our hand, it seems solid. If we were to look at our hand under a really powerful microscope, we would see that it is basically made of lots of tiny atoms that are vibrating. So that, that is energy. And everything on this planet, as I said, is made up of energy. And we each have this our own unique frequency um, to be the be a positive frequency or a negative frequency. And when we are vibrating at a positive frequency, and we tend to sort of we can feel when we are like feeling positive, right? It's like that high vibe, energetic feeling. When we're in that space, we become a magnet for more positive things in our life. So let's say your energy is off, you know, you're feeling pretty crappy about yourself, you've got a lot of limiting beliefs going on, I can't do this, what if I fail? If that's kind of where your energy is focused, that's going to 
dictate what shows up in your life. So it tends to be when we focus on the negative, we create more negative experiences, which is obviously as an entrepreneur is really important because as entrepreneurs, we want to manifest success. We want to manifest more money. We want to manifest these amazing opportunities. And that really starts with what we believe and what our energy is saying. So interesting. And those limiting beliefs and that negative energy, how you say you if that's what you're putting out there, you're just going to attract more of it. That is so true in terms of just relationships as well with people. And um, it's really relevant to just everything. If you think about it in terms of on a daily basis, what those limiting beliefs, what those barriers that can you, you can really put up for yourself with those limiting beliefs. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I, I say this to my clients, like when you start doing this work, so let's say you're doing work on your mindset to, to support you as you grow a business, what you will find is that that mindset work will have a ripple effect across other areas of your life as well. So when you start to feel better about yourself, strengthen your self-worth and start to really change your self-identity and really ditch any of those limiting beliefs, yes, it can help you achieve business success, but you will find that it will also improve your relationships, the kind of people that you manifest into your to your life and those relationships that you have currently. Um, it will also have a knock-on impact on, let's say, your health as well. Like, a big part of achieving optimal health, again, is largely to do with your mindset. So the, this mindset work, it doesn't just exist in a vacuum. It exists. Um, it comes into all areas of our life so that when you do this work, it really has a really pr- profound transformational effect on your life. Absolutely, because it, it definitely goes towards, as you mentioned, our overall well-being, you know, which is levels of contentment, self-confidence, and then our drive, like, so there's just so many things. So what's your personal experience with, you know, reprogramming those negative beliefs and sort of being able to create those new, more empowering, a more empowering narrative for your own life? What's your experience? I'm, I'm guessing this was sort of when you went, spent some time in Switzerland and that was sort of the start of your own journey. And then I'd love to know some of the daily practices that our listeners can think about doing. Yeah, of course. So um, for me, like the belief work, kind of really figuring out, well, what do I believe about myself? A lot of the time when people do this work, they only really know what's going on in their conscious mind. So your conscious mind is that kind of that internal chitter chatter that you can kind of hear your mind sort of whirring through on a daily basis. So maybe it's, oh, well, what if I fail or I'm not good enough to do this or I'm not smart enough to do that. The conscious mind is is the, the thoughts that we're aware of. But from my sort of journey in doing this work, I really understood the importance, not just of the conscious mind and how that's creating our reality, but also what's going on at a subconscious level as well. So your subconscious level, you want to think of your mind as like a big iceberg. So your conscious mind is just the bit of the ice that's poking above the water. And the subconscious mind, we actually look at the iceberg, the part of the iceberg that is submerged beneath of the beneath the water, that is actually the largest part. So your subconscious mind is the part that's kind of hidden, but actually controls 80 to 90% of the outcomes that you manifest in your life. And so the subconscious mind is basically there and it's running on autopilot, often without us even realizing that these subconscious thoughts exist. 
And it's these subconscious blocks that are the really important ones because for us to be able to change our belief system and how we feel about ourselves, just working on the conscious mind is not enough because then we're left with all of this subconscious programming that is still going to be causing havoc down below. So we really need to weed out and identify, well, what is really going on within that subconscious mind? Now, a lot of our subconscious thoughts and beliefs actually trace back to our very early childhood experiences. So between the ages of 0 and 7, our brain operates in a theta brainwave state, which essentially means it is super receptive to everything that goes on around us. So everything that we hear as a child, either from our parents, at school, the people that raise us, from society, that actually gets locked into our subconscious mind. So then what happens that with these beliefs that we have, that we just simply adopted from the people around us, they actually then um, cause us to act in certain ways as we progress through our adult life. So really getting into the subconscious then is looking at, well, what was I taught as an early childhood? What have I been told to believe about certain things, which has then led me to create certain experiences in my adult life. So let me just give you an example um, around this then. So I've done a lot of work in relation to my money mindset. So I mentioned earlier, I experienced a lot of debts and I kept saying, well, I've got these debts because London's expensive and I've spent too much money, not actually realizing that my debts and my, my relationship with money was largely to do with my mindset. So when I started to do my mindset work in relation to money, I went back into my early childhood and I realized that a lot of the stuff that I heard about money as I was growing up was this really negative narrative. So money doesn't grow on trees. I saw my dad working really, really hard for his money. I saw my mom not being very good with her money. And so these experiences formed a part of my own belief system so that when I came to do this money mindset work, I had to go back into my early childhood beliefs and pull out the beliefs that I didn't want to form a part of my reality. So the subconscious mind then is very important. And reading those subconscious blocks and bringing them to the surface so that you can then do the work to change them. Now, there's a few different tools that I love to use for belief work. Some of the simpler tools are things such as affirmations, you know, positive statements about what you want to believe. So focusing on what you want to believe rather than on what you don't want. So that can be a great way to change beliefs, meditation, journaling. But probably my favorite tool is neuro-linguistic programming or NLP, because I find with this technique, even some of the most stubborn subconscious blocks can be changed in a very, very short space of time. Um, so yeah, and then you asked me as well about my sort of daily, um, practice, my daily ritual. Um, I've got something that I've been doing now, um, pretty much since, um, God, a, a number of years now, pretty much since I started really this mindset work, I call it my daily goddess ritual because it makes me feel like a goddess. <laughs> I'll just yeah. the steps very quickly. Um, so the first thing would be meditation. So spending some time to sort of sit in silence and meditate. Then it would be saying affirmations. Then it would be visualization. So visualizing what I want to have, but also the woman that I want to become. So I'd be looking at my daily vision board and I'd be doing a self-visualization guided hypnosis. Um, exercise. So very sort of short um, sun salutations. Um, and then 
reading something or listening to something that really inspires me. So it could be a book or it could be listening to a podcast. Um, And then the other thing would be journaling. So I tend to write out preemptive gratitudes. So basically writing out statements of gratitude for the things that I'm thankful for that I want to manifest, but thanking thanking the universe for those things as if they are already present. Um, And this is something that I've done every single day for, I'd say for solidly for at least three and a half years now. And it's made, honestly, it's just been a complete game changer for my life. It sounds like such a great way to start the day. I love that combination because it sort of covers all areas. That's amazing. And do you generally do that sort of first thing? So you'll you'll get out of bed in the morning and then you'll sort of, you have that time set aside for your goddess ritual? Yeah. So admittedly, since I have my daughter, so my daughter turned one um, Mm. this January. So it's been a bit challenging since I've had her. Um, (laughs) I try and like, she co-sleeps with us. So I try and sort of sneak out the bed super early before she wakes up. I mean, luckily I'm blessed with a baby that likes a bit of a lion. So I managed to get myself up at around six and I give myself, I try and give myself about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I have to sometimes be flexible with that if she then wakes up. So I, I, I recommend doing this first thing in the morning because I think mm. there's such power in starting your day with intention. I really believe that how you start your day sets the tone for the rest of the day. Um, but whether it's, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, or even just five minutes doing each of those things, like as long as you're doing it, I think that's the important thing and, and just give the, the time that you can give. Mm, absolutely just making it part of your day no matter how much time you have um, to dedicate to that makes the biggest difference sometimes a little bit is better than nothing absolutely I'd also love to talk more about law of attraction so we did touch on that earlier but in simple terms for someone who may not be too familiar with it or they're wanting to learn more about it for the first time So in simple terms, what does law of attraction mean to you? Okay, yeah. So um, as I sort of mentioned earlier, it's really about your beliefs and your energy creating your reality. Mm -hmm. So whatever you believe about yourself is going to dictate what shows up in your life. So if you believe that something is possible for you, you allow that thing to be possible for you. Um, so beliefs create your reality and then so does your energy. So how you feel about yourself, your own vibrational frequency magnetizes certain things into your life. So if you are vibrating in a positive way, you are magnet to more positive things. Now, there's a process that um, I teach. Well, I teach my clients and when we train our coaches, this is the process that they go through as well. That is a framework for how to actually get the law of attraction to work in your life. And the starting point is really getting clear on what it is that you actually want. So the more specific you can get with this, the better. So rather than saying, oh, I want to be, let's say I want to be successful. Well, what does success actually mean to you? Get really kind of specific on the details. Let the universe know what it is that you're actually asking for. And then once you've got clear on what it is that you want, and a tool that I like to to use here is perhaps creating a vision board, so like a physical representation of your goals, maybe actually writing those goals down, like taking it out from your head and putting it into a physical form. Once you've actually done that, the next part would be looking at what beliefs do I have 
that do not match the reality I want to create. So let's say you're saying, okay, I want to um, manifest a thousand pounds into my business next week. Do you believe that that is possible for you? And if not, why not? So be looking at, do I have any sort of beliefs that are out of line with that reality? And then once you've identified any limiting beliefs that you may have, so maybe it's, oh, well, I believe that I might fail at this. I believe that making money is hard work. I believe that I can't make money doing what I love. Any of those beliefs that you identify, the next part will be doing the work to transform those beliefs, replacing those beliefs with a new set of beliefs that match the goals that you're looking to achieve. And then the next part is the energy work. So energy is really about letting go of any negative energy that you might be holding on to, and then also raising your vibration. So letting go of negative energy. Negative energy might be, um, let's say you've had a negative experience in your life previously, um, and you're kind of holding on to that. So maybe it's, um, for example, my situation, I had a lot of debts, right? So when I wanted to manifest money into my business, I needed to let go and forgive myself for all of the debts that I'd accumulated in the past because I had that negative relationship with money. So letting go of any, any sort of past memories, past experiences, maybe it's yourself you need to forgive, maybe it's somebody else that you need to forgive. So maybe let's say one of the things you're trying to manifest is a new relationship. You can't manifest that relationship when you're still holding on to the memory of a negative relationship from your past. So it's all about really letting go. And then the other part of the energy work is doing the things that raise your vibration. So how can you become a vibrational match to your desires? So let's say you want to manifest um, more abundance in your life. So what can you do right now to make yourself feel abundant, to make yourself feel wealthy? Now, this doesn't necessarily mean you've got to go out and start going crazy, spending money at Gucci or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. you, know what you can do that make you feel really good. So it might be mm. just you know, prioritizing yourself more, giving yourself more time for self-care, like, you know, a little things like, I don't know, having like a scented candle on your desk, like something that makes you mm. feel a little bit more indulgent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess one part of the law of attraction, which a lot of people miss out, is the taking action part. You, know, you can't just sit in a room, think positive thoughts, and your desires will just land in your lap. You've got to be taking some sort of action, but it has to be action that feels good. So take inspired action towards your goals. So what can you do that will move you forwards towards what you want, but is going to feel good to you? Like do the things that bring you joy that are going to help you to achieve those goals. And then the final part is just surrendering to the process. So law of attraction, it's not just about you changing your mindset. It's a process of co-creation. You're working with the universe and you've got to give the universe space to work its magic. So once you've aligned your thoughts and energy with your desires and start taking that inspired action, you then just have to completely surrender and let go and trust that everything that you're meant to receive is going to arrive at exactly the moment you're meant to receive it. It will always arrive your in your highest interests so it's just allowing that universe to work its magic and and having faith that you're being supported mm, absolutely having that faith and as you said surrendering to the process it's so important because if you don't have that fundamentally then you're going to struggle with this with this process and I also love how you explained just now the taking action component because I feel like 
that's it's almost like the practical practical part of law of attraction in terms of you know like you said you can think all these positive thoughts and and do everything else but if you're not actually then taking that inspired action to still make it happen then it's not just going to land magically and I think that's where maybe some people get a little bit stuck and perhaps skeptical about things like law of attraction because that's the piece that that they miss and so yeah that's such an important piece to highlight I think yeah absolutely I think well I see sort of two different sides to this I see that people either completely skip it out because they just think well I'm thinking positively where's my stuff um or (laughs) people go the other way and because of that lack of faith that they're being supported they end up taking too much action so they're in that space of I'm doing my mindset work I'm feeling positive I'm taking inspired action and then there's that waiting game, right? There's that manifestation gap. So there's the delay between setting your intentions about what you want and then actually achieving it. So when things don't drop into your lap instantaneously, there's sometimes the tendency to want to try harder, do more, try and push for things to happen through hustling harder, through working really hard, through burning out. And then actually what people don't realize is that they're pushing themselves further out of alignment from their desires because the action is no longer inspired they've slipped into that uninspired action where they're hitting that point of burnout so it's allowing Mm. yourself to keep doing the things keep taking action but not to the point that it becomes this stressful forceful thing because what you're doing then is you're saying I don't trust that I'm being supported by the universe. I think that I'm the only one responsible for my goals. I've got to then work as hard as I can to get me to where I want to be. And you've got to leave that room for the universe to work its magic as well. Because ultimately, if you do find yourself in that space where you're just pushing too hard and not allowing space and, and time, you know, as you mentioned, for the universe to, to, to do its part, then you'll just, you'll kind of go full circle and you'll just end up back around in that ultimately that negative um, mindset and it'll just the cycle will start again absolutely it's it's so fascinating doing a deep dive into law of attraction it's such a powerful tool and like I truly believe mindset really does you know you have if you can change your mindset then you can yeah it's just so powerful you can really change everything about your life so um, I could not be more on board with everything you're saying right now (laughs) (laughs) I love it applying it and you see like I mean my life like it sounds really cheesy but it's like it's just changed my life in so Mm. many different ways I just want to preach about this to everybody because I'm like Mm. I wish I'd known about this earlier I mean I did I read the secret I think when I was at university but I didn't really pay attention to it and I think that's the thing like this work will come into your life at the moment you're meant to receive it but sometimes mm. I just wish I just discovered it and and really were taking it seriously a lot sooner in my life and you're so right it can sound a bit cheesy or a bit kind of woo-woo to people who maybe are skeptical or they haven't maybe tried it for themselves or think that it's it's actually something that can make a real difference um but then once you actually try it for yourself and then you realize oh wow this is actually a thing it's it's real yeah that's when it's you realize the magic of it okay so I think that's a good lead into um because we spoke about 
the way that it can kind of go the opposite way and you can be pushing too hard and you can not allowing giving yourself enough space to be able to to do the things that you need to do more from a holistic point of view so that's sort of where self-care comes into the picture with all of this and as I mentioned I find it can be a bit of a buzzword sometimes it just gets thrown around but what does self-care mean to you sort of as an entrepreneur and someone who does very much you know you have your your rituals that you do every morning and then very much um, aligned with law of attraction and manifesting and mindset and all of that so for you personally how does self-care then come into all of that into that picture yeah okay so I think like when typically people think of self-care they think of like you know, a pampering session, a bubble bath, yoga, mm. like eating healthy. And that definitely forms a part of self-care. But for me, like self-care goes a lot deeper than that. I think it's giving yourself the space to do that inner mindset work because that's going to have a real huge shift on how you feel. Like you could be taking, you know, having an hour-long bubble bath every night, but if you've got all of those limiting beliefs about yourself, like there's no amount of bubble baths and mani-pedis that are going to change that. So Mm. it's giving yourself the time to do that inner work. Sometimes the inner work can actually be, you know, it's not always rainbows and unicorns. It can actually be Um, like true healing can actually be quite a painful process sometimes because we've got to start sometimes bringing to the surface some of the things that we perhaps wanted to just kind of brush under the carpet so really do committing Mm -hmm. to that mindset work but boundaries like for me like that has become a huge part of my own self-care like allowing myself to say no to the things that don't serve me to really honor and protect my boundaries so it might be you know cutting out people from my life that I know that don't make me feel amazing um you know where perhaps relationships have run their course or you know not indulging in like toxic conversations like gossip or bitching or like negativity now this isn't to say like you can't be there for people when they need your help and support but it's about understanding like if you're in a room full of people and the conversation is just moaning about things or just very very negative I know now that that really really affects my energy so for me self-care is knowing that If I want to show up in the world as the best possible version of me, I need to be surrounding myself with like-minded people, people that are going to lift me up rather than drag me down. So boundaries has been a really good one for me. Um, Quite often, you know, we feel guilty, like if we say no to somebody or, you know, we sometimes say yes to things out of this sense of obligation. And that's sometimes not in our best interest. So it's about allowing yourself to say no, um, knowing that actually if it's serving you, it's ultimately going to serve them in the long term as well. So embracing the um, more traditional self-care things that we think about, but really things that um, are relevant to you and your life and your situation that give you allow you to have to invite that space into your life to be able to to have that time to yourself, regardless of, of what you enjoy doing or what, what makes you feel good at that yeah. time yeah yeah and on the head there you said sort of feel good I think that's mm. self-care for me like that's really the crux of it it's like you've got to do the things that make you feel good so like things like you know eating right and exercising and you know taking time for yourself like all of these things make you feel good but like you know equally like so does doing that like deep inner work which might feel painful for a little bit but ultimately you're going to feel a lot better when you come out of the other side and and really like that's kind of the 
what we're kind of here for, right, is to feel good. Like we're not here to just get things done and get to our goals and go from A to B. We're here to enjoy the, the human experience. And that, you know, that's all about just feeling good and enjoying the process. It's probably the best part of of it all I feel like because if you're just constantly got blinkers on and rushing to the end goal you know you want to enjoy what's what's in store along the way as well Danny you've built a business that you are truly deeply passionate about which is amazing congratulations what was critical to you when you were taking that leap to make that change and to go after your coaching business and then pursuing your travel lifestyle in the process? what Can you kind of think of maybe one or two things that really helped you transform and make that, that leap and have that confidence? Yeah, of course. So I think probably the first thing for me, the biggest thing was actually sort of figuring out what I wanted to do initially. Like that was probably my biggest leap because I spent most of my 20s kind of racking my brains like, what do I actually even want to do? Um, And I think when I first kind of discovered the world of coaching, I think the first thing that really, really helped me was just looking at other women that were already creating a success within the industry. Now, sometimes when people do this, they almost let other people's success derail them because um, they think, oh, well, look, there's lots of people already out there achieving amazing things. They're already successful as a coach. They're already kind of helping clients with the exact same thing I want to help clients with. You know, maybe this isn't possible for me. Maybe the market's too saturated. Maybe there's already too many people out there doing my thing. And I see this happening a lot with women so that they are then too afraid to even start. But from my experience, I actually let other people's success be my fuel. And I would see other women as their success as being evidence for the demand of what I wanted to provide. So if there was people out there getting clients and creating success within the coaching industry, it was just evidence to support that this was also possible for me as well. And I would look at them and think, well, actually, they've got their own sort of starting point. You know, what I'm seeing now is their sort of chapter 50. I'm at chapter one. I shouldn't be comparing myself to them. I should be thinking, well, they at one point were, would have been exactly where I am now. The fact that they've been able to achieve that, like there's, there's, there's no difference between me and them. There's no reason why I can't achieve this for myself as well. So basically using other people's success as a source of inspiration and motivation. So I think that would be the first thing. The second thing is to know that that fear of starting something new, that fear isn't something you should wait to disappear before you start because the fear is always going to exist. It's not about being fearless. It's about being able to move in spite of your fears. Okay, so often people think, well, I'm really too scared to do this right now. Maybe it's something I will do in the future, thinking that they'll reach this magical place in their life where they'll be really confident, zero fears whatsoever, and they'll be able to confidently go for that business that they've dreamt of. And actually, it doesn't work like that. Tends to be the longer you delay things, the scarier things become. So it's about knowing that it's not about being fearless, about being able to act in spite of those fears. And the way that you do that for me, it was really about intensifying the desires for what I wanted. So I knew that I wanted to create this incredible business. I wanted to make a huge impact. I wanted to really change my financial situation. There was physical things that I wanted to manifest in my life. To intensify the desires for what I wanted, I allowed myself to experience what it would feel like if I was already living that life. So 
This can be done in a number of ways. It can be done using visualization. So basically, I'm using self-visualization. I would visualize myself inside that successful business, you know, managing this amazing team, working with incredible clients, hitting my income goals. So I would visualize that internally. I would also, in certain circumstances, like physically, um, experience my what I wanted so as an example like one of the things that I wanted to manifest through my business was a new car so I wanted to sort of make money and I I really wanted to buy a new car and to help that process I actually went out and road testers so test drive the the car that I wanted to have and at the time I wasn't ready to buy it yet but actually being physically in that car and feeling how it would feel to drive it intensified the desire for my for what I wanted so when we've got a really burning desire for something because we've either experienced it internally or we've experienced it sort of in our physical world with that burning desire, it becomes far easier to move in spite of your fears because your passion for what you want is just so, so powerful. So yes, the fear will still be there, but you'll find that you'll be able to navigate through that fear a lot easier. So those two things have been really, really big for me. And that definitely connects back to being able to take that inspired action and have that positive, inspired mindset and to stop the self-limiting beliefs it it really is that fuel to help push you um if you do visualize those things like you say either internally or actually physically um yeah that's amazing that's such a I love that example that you've given too because it gives like a really practical way if if someone is struggling to think well how do I visualize it how do I actually physically do something like that that's not my current reality then that sort of just puts something really simple into a really good um easy context so yeah yeah, that's amazing um, really interesting is like the the subconscious mind it can't dictate it can't distinguish rather between something that has actually happened or something that's just happened in your mind so we see this kind of visualization we see it with um like professional athletes do it all the time like in order to achieve a certain outcome they first practice that rehearse it in their mind first of all in order to create the results and there's actually been scientific tests done on this where you've got two groups of people and one group has practiced something in their mind and the other group has physically practiced it so they did it with um learning scales on a piano and then at the end of the week they tested both of these groups and the group that actually rehearsed the scales in their mind actually were able to perform the scales better when it came to that test so it just goes to show like the power of your mind to create a positive outcome in your physical world Mm, it's really quite incredible isn't it Mm -hmm. I actually got goosebumps just (laughs) thinking about it it's yeah, yeah it's so amazing I'd love to chat more about your business the click because it's just so inspiring everything that we've spoken about and it's all really is a part of your business and yeah, so what's on offer and, and what are some of the benefits that our listeners can gain from engaging with yourself and, and the click? Sure. So we have lots of various different coaching programs depending on where women are at in their journey. So some are related just purely to the mindset works, kind of really changing your mindset and your beliefs. Um, probably what's become our signature offering over the past, 
I'd say the past two years has been our coach certification program. So that's called the Click Academy. Um, and it is essentially a six month program where we train women and we certify women who want to become a coach. So they learn all of these powerful mindset tools that they can use not just on themselves, but then also help other clients, their clients go through these mindset shifts as well and then grow their own coaching business online. Um, so yeah, I've got a variety of different coaching programs. Um, probably my biggest sort of thing for this year is my book, which um, is uh, published on International Women's Day, which is March the 8th, 2020. Um, so that's something that is in the pipeline gone. It feels like I've been writing this book for like years. Um, but this year I was like, it's finally going to get published. So I'm really oh, That is so exciting. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. I just... I feel like I've been sad in it for so long now. I just like just needs to get it out. Like, yeah. I can't coming back and tweaking it. It just needs to be it, you know, it just needs to be done. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm excited to share that. Wonderful. I can't wait to get my hands on that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I always like to ask my guests, and you may have just answered this question, or maybe you've got you've you've done your book now and you you're on to the next thing as this is be the girl podcast i'd love to know danny what is something that you're focusing on right now that personifies being the girl who decided to go for it oh yeah a great question well i i think yeah it probably <laughs> i should have said <laughs> for that because i feel like this has been the thing that i've always even before I started my business, I always had it at the back of the mind, like I would really love to write a book. And back before my business began, I thought that book was going to be a fiction book. And so it's mm-hmm. kind of obviously shifted. It's a, a non-fiction book. It's all about mindset and law of attraction and sort of my journey to getting to where I am. And I just put so much of my heart and soul into this and it's packed with so much sort of wisdom and guidance. And so um, I was actually um, last night reviewing the final like editions for the book cover. And so just really kind of seeing that come to life, it just reiterates to me how important the mindset work has been as well, because that's really getting this book out into the world. It's really been about sort of shifting my mindset, believing that it's possible for me, committing to my dreams and making my desires a non-negotiable. So yeah, I'd say that's probably like my thing that I'm most excited for moving forwards. Mm, absolutely that's so exciting oh, thank you so much for joining me on the show today Danny I've absolutely loved our chat um, and everything that we've talked about everything that we've spoken about today really aligns with my own beliefs and I went through a similar thing you know going through a bit of a transformational time and and changing my mindset and really taking control of that yeah, I can definitely identify with that so, so much. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing being here. I love seeing everything that you're doing online and your podcast and things. So yeah, I'm so glad that we got to connect. Amazing. Well, have a fantastic day and I can't wait to see what's next. And of course, read your book when it comes out next month. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I will definitely sending you a copy. So yeah, thanks again for having me. Thanks, Danny. Have an amazing day.
I truly hope you enjoyed my conversation with Danny. When I was recording that episode, as well as being in the conversation, I was furiously taking notes and writing down all of the the pointers that she had. And I really felt because it came from personal experience, it was a really realistic, true, genuine account basically of how Danny has been able to use things like mindset, manifesting, self-love, and actually use this in her own life. The law of attraction has always fascinated me. So being able to talk to someone more about that and be able to share that with you all was so, so exciting for me to be able to do that. I will share all of Danny's details in the show notes, along with the link to the Daily Pretty's brand new Empowered range. I hope you love the teas as much as I enjoyed designing and creating them. And stay tuned for our next release, which will be coming very soon. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be back with another episode very soon.